Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What a win! It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, April the 2nd, and we are coming off a hell of an opening day performance from the Philadelphia Phillies. Just what a way to start the season. Look, I know it's only 1-0, and... Hope springs eternal early in the season, and we're in a tough division, and we'll talk about it all. But, man, what a way to start the season. The Phillies, a a hard-fought, well-fought, well-played baseball game with a win over the Braves in extra innings. John Clark tweeted out the first-ever extra-inning win, excuse me, first-ever extra-inning walk-off win for the Phillies on opening day. I mean... Uh, no better way to start the season. I mean, literally, you can't think of a better way to start the season. And uh, it really was thrilling. And, you know, up early, you feel like they're, they're going to cruise. And then all of a sudden, it's tied. And there are scary moments, some big defensive plays along the way. We'll, we'll dive into it all. But ultimately, uh, finding a way to pull it out. And already, even after one game, it felt like the kind of game that the team last year would have had no chance to win just based on the three and third shutout innings they got from the bullpen alone. I mean, it just feels like last year that wouldn't happen. And, uh, you know, it's just, again, not to get, you know, carried away and, uh, oh, not saying playoffs, and, and it's not changing my, my you know, long-term opinion of the team uh, for the season after one game, but it was a, a great way to start the season. And, and um you know, baseball's a weird sport, and momentum's a weird thing, and belief is a weird thing, and I do think that this is a team that has a bunch of guys that feel like they're a playoff team and feel like it's time for the Philadelphia Phillies to be a playoff team. I know Reese Hoskins said that exact phrase on WIP, saying it's time. You know, we, we're, we're a playoff team. We're talented enough, and, you know, that could be a real motivating factor, so I think... Uh, Look, uh, if nothing else, just again, a really exciting start to the season for a team that has playoff hopes. It was a good way to start the season. 
let's dive into the game itself. It's again, just a thrilling uh, opening day win. And, and even before we talk about the game, I have to say, I think for me, and even more than the walk-off win, um, I think the, the single best part about yesterday's game was was seeing fans back in Citizens Bank Park. Over 500 days since the last time fans were in that ballpark to watch a baseball game. And you, know, you felt it. You heard it. I mean, 8,800 people never sounded so loud. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome to, you know, it, it felt like when you were watching the games last year with the empty stadiums and the fake crowd noise, like that at times you could forget that it was the fake crowd noise, but, but ultimately you knew, you know, it ultimately didn't have that same interaction. There weren't the booze when there should be, there weren't the, you know, back and forth at times, the interaction that happens with a, a crowd and a, and a sporting event and a team. And we had that yesterday and it was really awesome. It was special to have that back. It really felt, it felt special. It gave me chills to start the game and uh, it was just awesome. And, 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 those fans got a show, which is awesome, too. Aaron Nola cruises for six innings. Looked just awesome. An outstanding start from Nola. And obviously, we'll get to the the one flaw uh, in the entire thing. The one fly in the ointment, you might say, with the, the outing. But Nola for six innings, just awesome. Flat-out dominant, really. Um, especially considering the weather. A cold, windy day, not... Aaron Nola type temperatures. Um, he 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 crushed. He was awesome. He was dominant. He was had hitters off balance. The off speed stuff was there. There was movement. Um, it really in total command. And and it wasn't until the seventh, the one mistake to Pablo Sandoval just and it was a mistake. And very clearly, you could see where JT was set up. You saw where the ball went. I mean, it was a foot plus away from where it was supposed to be. And it was nowhere near there. And Sandoval took advantage of his credit and smoked it. Two run shot. Only home run of the day. Um for either team. And uh and that and that was it. But um what a thrilling game. The Phillies get up early, get the run, and look, it felt like the Phillies I think one big takeaway from this game was that this lineup grinds. This lineup gets on base. They work tough at bats. We saw it Really, from the jump of this baseball game, they score in the first. McCutcheon gets it going. RBI, uh, McCutcheon gets it going. Singles to start the game off. A hard single on the first pitch of the game to right field. And then the Phillies grind. You know, uh, Bryce Harper works back from an 0-2 count to get a walk. A pitch at that against Max Fried. A super tough left-handed pitcher. And Bryce just able to, to hang in there and, and work the walk. Ultimately... Ramuto gets on base, and then Alec Bohm, a, a really short sack fly. Uh, great base running from Kutch. Took off the moment it was caught. The slide into home was just awesome. We will obviously talk about a much more important play at the plate later in the game, but this one, Kutch gets in, one nothing Phillies. And then in the third, yet again, another opportunity. Phillies, multiple runners on base, and uh, able to squeak in a run on a JT Ramuto. Uh, RBI single, infield single to the right side, just kind of squibbed it, kind of muscled it to the right side of the infield, uh, ends up scoring a run, and that, and that was it. And it felt like the Phillies had missed opportunities. It felt like they should have more runs. But Max Fried's a damn good pitcher. Like, that dude is super talented, and you could see it. And it wasn't even his best 
day today for Max Fried. And even on his not best day, I mean, just the ease with which he makes the ball move and the, the hesitation stuff he does in his delivery and um, the way he can kind of do that hesitation stuff and then kind of whip his arm and still throw 96, 97, it's nuts. He's awesome. And uh, I thought Bryce, particularly in that first at bat walk in the, working the walk, but at a single later and just in general um, in those spots against Freed, I thought was really impressive. I thought he held up really well. It was good to see uh, in the start of the season his eye. I think really finely tuned coming out of the gate for Bryce Harper. He's seeing the ball really well, considering going up against, again, a, a really tough left-handed pitcher. And also JT. Uh, you know, I was I was nervous about JT's offensive production to start the season. Not all but about defensively, but, you know, coming off the broken hand, you know, you worry, and yeah, he came back to spring and, and started hitting immediately, and that was a, a, an encouraging sign, but still spring training, and um, I worried he'd start slow, and, and look, who knows, maybe he still will. It's only been one game, but he, he certainly doesn't look like he's going to. JT handled the bat really well. The um, you know sharp double down the, the right field line, the um, obviously RBI infield single, and then the bat next innings, which proved to be clutch, able to move the runner over, uh, kind of just giving himself up and, and – and slapping a ball to uh, just just to the second base side of, of second base. And, uh, you know, really, really great at bats from JT today. I mean, man, it was really um, – it did hit home, and they even talked about it in the broadcast and all that, but it did hit home. Just thinking about how happy it was to have that guy back and have him on the team to be able to root for him for the next five years was was super cool. And I think it um, it's one of those things that when, when the signing happens – after, you know, during the off season and, you know, obviously we were all waiting for it and the whole sign JT thing last year and all that stuff. Um, I think that, you know, when it happened, it was really exciting. We're all pumped about it and all that, but I don't think it quite hit home as much until I saw him out there again. And, you know, at the end of last season, wondering would it be the last time we saw him play in a Phillies uniform and then to see him in a Phillies uniform and to see him get hits and, make a difference. It was just awesome. It was really good to see. And, and again, I think the lineup is just tough, man. When Gene Segura is your seven hitter and shout out to Gene Segura, Segura coming through in the clutch at the big hit. Um, when Segura is your, your, your number seven hitter, just, uh, it's a, uh, it's a deep lineup, you know, it's a deep lineup. Um, so they grinded, Ultimately, the 2 nothing lead then, as we talked about before, Aaron Nola cruising until he gets to the 7th and then runs into a brick house. Who would have thunk it that it would be Pablo Sandoval? Just makes one mistake. A, uh, again, just missed his spot. Pitch did not go where it was supposed to. And Sandoval turned on it. Two-run shot. All of a sudden, it's 2-2. And it was a real gut punch in the moment because, you know, as I said before, it felt like the Phillies had had more opportunities. They could have scored more runs, but... With that also comes not not just the the lamenting the missed opportunities, but also the the feeling that you're in control of the game. The Phillies were dominating the baseball game. Nola was locked in and dominant, and the Braves felt somewhat helpless offensively. And other than a couple hard hit balls that stayed in the ballpark, thank you to the wind for keeping that Freddie Freeman should have been home run, and that certainly Dansby Swanson should have been home run in the ballpark. Um, but you know, I mean, for the most part, Nola felt locked in and. You know, even though we only had the two runs, it felt like more runs were coming. It felt like the offense is grinding. We're getting into the pen. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, it's 2-2. And it was, 
it was tough. It was tough. You know, you're you're feeling the excitement and then you're feeling the nerves and and you know that you're uh oh, it's bullpen time, right? And I know we we've talked a lot about the improvements of the bullpen. We've all been excited about the potential of the improvements of the bullpen. But you know, look, as I said yesterday on the show, um, ultimately I had to see it, and I still have to see this one game, but I have to see it. I have to to not be scarred by my bullpen again, to feel good about my bullpen again. And so far, so good, right? I mean, the bullpen just coming through in spades last night, uh, uh, yesterday and last night, a three, uh, three and a third inning showing from them. You get a clean inning. Uh, well, first, Archie Bradley comes in and gets the third of an inning, comes in after the NOLA home run. Um, allows a walk, but then gets out of the inning, um, facing two big hitters. Um, a nice job there against the top of the lineup, Azuna. Uh, um, it's not, not Azuna, Cunha, excuse me. And uh, does a nice job there. Um, but uh, I was surprised Girardi didn't keep him in any longer. You know, Archie Bradley, one of those guys who can come in and then still go back out for another inning. But look, it all worked out. Uh, goes to Jose Alvarado to face Freeman in the eighth inning. Uh, which, you know, I get it. You want the lefty versus the lefty that there. That makes sense. Jose Alvarado, what a ride this guy is. Am I right? I mean, he is at, at times both the nastiest, best stuff reliever we've seen in a long time and also the scariest, what, where the hell is he going to throw the ball kind of reliever we've seen in a long time too. He is going to be a ride, ends up loading the bases, but gets out of it just busting balls in there at 100 miles per hour and then the the slider that comes in at like 94 and just 97 and drops off the the face of the planet like the dude is just nasty and he's going to be super fun to watch um awesome to see him he was a little scary again loads of bases it was nerve-wracking uh but gets the job done hector naris comes in uh does the job in the ninth um Though, uh, you know, shout out to Didi Gregorius. Didi Gregorius makes, uh, look, there were three really big defensive plays in this game by the Phillies. And look, there was also a uh, a horrible defensive play. The Reese Hoskins botched grounder and then, you know, throw past Nola at first was, was a really, really, truly bad defensive play. But but look, he recovered. They were able to stay in the game um, and, and got out of it. Thanks to Alec Bohm, a play later, just making a, Fantastic play. Boom, a, a scorcher. Runners on second and third after that error. A scorcher of a line drive, and he used all of his six five foot frame, leaps in the air, makes a just awesome catch. Aaron Nola followed up with a strikeout to get out of the inning. Um, really, really impressive play there from Boma. Huge play, and then um, also uh, Boma had a nice play earlier in the game, too, when he calls JT off on a pop-up, coming all the way in from third base to basically almost mind on plate, and the right job to call JT off there. He should. That's the right call. Uh, but it was nice to see him take charge and have some confidence out there. Um, makes that play, and then um, obviously the the uh, uh, Hector play, I think as great as the play Bone makes uh, on the scorching line drive, leaping, the, the play Didi makes in the ninth for Hector was was that much better. I mean, it was... You know, I'm assuming you saw it, but if you didn't, just him going back, if you're listening on the radio or whatever, him uh, him uh, on a pop-up, like kind of a squib pop-up into, into short 
left center field going backwards, literally just straight backwards, looking over his head and looks the ball into the bread basket as he kind of slides to the ground. It was just an awesome, awesome defensive play from Didi, a big play there. Uh, and then and then in the 10th, Connor Brogdon comes in, looks great. Brogdon just throwing wicked change-ups in there. And uh, the, the most important, I think the DD play was the most impressive defensive play, but the most important defensive play, uh, you know, runner on third, one out, fly ball to short center field, Roman Quinn gets it, Ozzy Alvey's a little hitch before he heads home, and Quinn, uh, it wasn't the fastest throw I've ever seen, though it, it I guess it, it didn't look as fast as it turned out was, apparently it was fast from the tracking numbers. But in the moment, it just felt like, what is this ball going to get there? Uh, but it got there. And it was a perfect throw in terms of alignment as JT is able to somewhat block the plate but look the ball in and glide it in just in time to make the blocking of the plate seem more casual and uh, able to get the tag on, stop Albies from scoring. And it was a game-saving play, essentially, because who knows what happens without that. But then, of course... Bottom of the 10th, uh, runner on second. JT is selfless at bat like we talked about. The um, grounder to able to get the uh, runner to third. Uh, so one out, runner on third. Alec Bohm, a sharp grounder to third, but not enough to, to score the runner. Uh, two outs, and then they decide to walk Didi Gregorius and Mean Gene, the hitting machine, Segura. Uh, who you could tell saw it, felt it, walks to the plate as like even before they as they were given the sign for D to go to first, he was like at the plate, ready to roll, and wins the game. Walk off, uh, chopper over the third baseman, and I love that. It's one of my favorite things in baseball is the the old uh, I'm gonna walk the intentionally walk the guy to get to the next guy, and then the next guy makes him pay for it. Like, it's great. It's awesome. It's instant revenge. It's it's sports. I love that trope. And we saw that trope play out in spades. You could tell Zagura was pissed. He was like, come at me. I would love this. This is great. Yeah, I, I got you. And he did. And it was awesome. And the Phillies win 3-2. A really uh, thrilling, riveting victory on opening day. Really, again, one of the, the best opening day memories I remember in my lifetime ever. And, and as we said, it turns out it's the only walk-off extra innings when they've ever had the last walk-off since 2011 when they beat the Astros, the John Mayberry walk-off. And this one, um, you know, that one felt special because it was holiday and it was, you know, the four aces and that whole thing. But this one felt really special too. And, and uh, again, I think it was a well-fought baseball game. It really was. It was a well-played baseball game. There was good pitching. There was good timely hitting. There was some great defensive plays and a play at the plate in the end, and and ultimately a, a walk off hit that that wins it. Like, uh, yeah, what more do you want? What more do you want from a baseball game? It was really just the the best way to start the season. And again, I think a um a real uh a potential momentum builder to start the season. Maybe the Phillies can get around. Look, it's a really important start to the season. The Phillies have the Braves and the Mets, and the Braves and the Mets to start the season. Thirteen games to start the season against the two teams that they are most competing with. For a playoff spot. Like, that's massive. And, again, you're not going to win or lose it here. I mean, theoretically, if you're bad enough, you could lose it um, early. Uh, but you're probably not going to win or lose it. But but it could be important. It could be stuff that comes back to play later in the season when you look at these two teams and you're you're fighting with those two teams for the division and for a wild card. It will be those three teams fighting. I really believe that. I think 
they're all better than the Washington Nationals. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a really fascinating start to the season, and, and the Phillies got started in a good way. And again, I think you come out of that game feeling good about Nola. Yes, he had the big mistake. He had the big issue, and, and that does seem to plague Nola somewhat, the back-breaking home run or whatever. But I thought... You know, early season, cold weather, Nola, I think you feel really good with what you saw. The bullpen, again, what we saw, you have nothing to complain. You could say Jose Alvarado's a scary proposition, but still that they they got the job done, and then the lineup grinded. Obviously not a lot of runs, but they faced really good pitching, and um, they came through with some clutch hits when needed. And they're going to be a tough matchup for pitching staffs. You know, pitching staffs are going to grind against these guys. They're going to work walks. They're going to be tough at bats. Again, when Gene Segura, uh, I think Ben Davis said on the broadcast, he's like, you know, when you got a two eighty five career hitter as your seven hitter, I mean, that's that's something. That's 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 good. You know, and uh, I think it is good. I think it's a good lineup, uh, certainly. You know, compared to most of the National League, so um, I'm I'm feeling hopeful. I'm feeling good, right? I mean, you know, one and oh, not going one sixty two and oh. I don't think, but. Um, I think a really good way to start the season as the Phillies get rolling here. And um, I think it's going to be a fun run. I do. I, I Again, I'm, I'm not ready to say they're going to make the playoffs or anything like that yet. Uh, far from that. But I do think that, that they're going to be a fun team to watch. And it does feel like they are a team that, um, look, their goal is the playoffs. You know, that's that's – we know that. We know that this team is uh, – is gunning for the playoffs, and that that is their goal as a team to make the playoffs. And uh, you know, nothing else is going to suffice. And that's what you want. That's what we want out of this team. And I think that that's um, achievable. You know, and I, I I think we saw a tough fought, tough team that fights yesterday in the opener. And um, I'm excited about the proposition of this team. I'm I think they're going to be a really fun team to watch, and they're gonna they're gonna fight hard. Now look again. Just looking at the schedule, it's tough. I mean, it starts tough. It is no joke. Just looking at the month of May, and we'll obviously you know, keep an eye on the schedule and track as we go, but the month of May, uh, three against the Braves, then three against the Mets. So six to start at home, but then the road ones. Then you go to Atlanta for three, then you go to New York against the Mets for four. So seven against the Mets and six against the Braves in the first 13. That's legit. That's tough. After that, it doesn't get too much easier. Three against the Cardinals. Nice six-game stretch here, three against the Giants, three against the Rockies. You're better than both those teams. That's the first pseudo break you get. But then you get three more, or excuse me, four more against the Cardinals, then three more against the Mets to round out, and that's to May 2nd. So you're going to see the Mets 10 times by May 2nd. 10 times. More than half the Phillies games against the Mets before May 2nd. So that's going to be big. And these games against the Braves are going to matter. The Cardinals are a good baseball team. Um, you know, with a lot of pieces, a lot of talent, that's going to be tough. This is, uh, we're going to know a lot about this Phillies team early on. This Phillies team is, uh, is not going to get an easy pass here. You know, it's not going to be a, uh, they're going to have to prove that they're good. They're going to have to fight some battles to show that they're good. And that look, that's cool. That's exciting. That'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to see this team fight and, and try and prove that they're good. Cause I think they have a chance to be good. Um, looking specifically at these games this weekend, uh, obviously the off day today, which is, you know, we don't need to go into it. I hate it. I hate that they schedule an off day the day after opening day. It is such an in- incredible bummer to not have baseball 
the day after they wet our appetite with an opener, especially one like that. It drives me crazy. I hate it. I know they build it in for rain delay, or excuse me, a rain out, but if there's a rain out, then Friday can be the opener either way. You can just have a game scheduled Friday, right? Like, then that becomes the opener. Why can't we just have a game that day? Whatever. I, I tangent there, but uh, Saturday and Sunday, rounding out the series against the Braves, and obviously, you know, we know we've seen them sweep the Braves uh, recently, a couple years ago, to start the season, and that didn't amount to much, but um, that was a, a good win to start, and you'd like to see them win games, especially against these tough, tough uh, NLE opponents. Zach Wheeler against Charlie Morton on Saturday. Um, that's a big one. You know, Charlie Morton's awesome. Free agent signing for the Braves in the offseason. Um, probably their biggest outside ad that they brought in. Obviously, re-signing Ozuna and some other things were big, but Charlie Morton's legit. You know, he's pitched in big games, too. We know Charlie Morton, World Series hero Charlie Morton. Uh, back with the Astros, uh, and obviously pitched with the Rays last year in the World Series. Uh, Charlie Morton's awesome, and he's legit. So Wheeler against him is going to be a fun one. And then, and then on Sunday, uh, 105er, Zach Eflin against Ian Anderson. That'll be a really fun one too. Eflin, of course, I think you know one of the keys to the the season. And can he break out? Can he be what we all hope and think he can be? And he's going up against a guy who a lot of people think will break out, Ian Anderson. Uh, of course, famously taking a couple picks after Mickey Moniak in that draft. He was. Just nasty. I mean, Ian Anderson's awesome. Um, so that's going to be a tough one, too. Two younger, on-the-rise type pitchers. Hopefully, Eflin can Eflin can, um, can take him down because that's going to be a fun one either way. It's going to be exciting. It's exciting to have baseball back. I wish we had a game today, but we'll get through the next two, and we'll uh, we'll talk about them Monday. It's going to be awesome. Philly's just giving us a great start to the season. Hopefully, it continues either way. What a fun, fun, fun opening day. So let's hope for, let's hope for more fun days as we move forward. Until... Monday, we will react, of course, to the weekend's action. Thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 